0: Hey ladies, welcome to the 18-Minute Revolution, a podcast whose focus is on transforming the lives of women so they can dream again, hope again, and live a life on their own terms. I am your host, Pastor P, two-time award-winning author and literary strategist. I teach emerging storytellers how to tap into their creativity, turn those words into stories that transform the lives of others. The 18 Minute Revolution is empowering, inspiring, and created to push you to the next level. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the 18 Minute Revolution. And today's episode title is, When the Odds Are Against You, coming from Genesis 18 verses 9-15 through 15, and it reads as follows, They said unto him, These are the angels of the Lord coming to Abraham and Sarah to give them a promise of their son Isaac. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah your wife? And he said, There in the tent. He said, I will surely come to you at this time next year, and behold, Sarah, your wife, will have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in years. She was past the age of childbearing. Verse 12, So Sarah laughed to herself when she heard the Lord's words, saying, After I have become old, shall I have pleasure and delight, my Lord, in my husband being he's old also? And the Lord asked Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh to herself, saying, Shall I surely give birth to a child when I am so old? verse 14 is anything too get too difficult or too wonderful for the lord what an incredible story that we have here with abraham and sarah when the odds are against you surely They have some odds against them. They have a promise that they have received. And yet they have these odds that will try to prevent them from receiving the promise. Because Abraham and Sarah are no different than you and I. We look at what we don't have. We look at all the negative stuff. We listen to the naysayers and even we listen to our own mind try to talk us out of trusting, believing and receiving the word of the Lord. So the the angel of the Lord tells them, surely next year you will have a son and yet within themselves they are thinking about how old they are they're thinking about the fact of that they are sarah is past the age of of childbearing and surely abraham is thinking about he's impotent of course they're thinking like that they're no different than you and i and we have this story here that is a story of not only showing us the odds that come against us, but also the promises that God gives us. So, listen to this. It takes faith to believe God when everything around you says it's not going to happen. It takes faith to believe God in discouraging times, in discouraging circumstances, and situations when things don't look like they're favorable. It takes faith to believe God and even more faith to believe God when you consider how everything is stacked up against you. In Hebrews 11 and 9, excuse me, in Hebrews 11 and 6, from the Message Bible, it reads this, Because anyone who wants to approach God must believe both that He exists and that He cares enough to respond to those who seek Him. The Amplified reads like this, But without faith, it's impossible to walk with God, to please Him, for whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek Him. What is faith? Faith is not contingent on my natural senses. It is the belief in God, the one you cannot see, but who has time and time again showed up for for you in ways, for me in ways unimaginable, incredible, and powerful, powerful ways that our minds cannot even comprehend. Listen to this. Your faith will take you places your emotions cannot. I'm going to say that again. Your faith, my faith, will take us places where our emotions cannot. It is faith that moves mountains. What mountains are before you? Your mountains might be too big. I would venture to say your mountains are too big for you. But they're not too big for God. What mountains appear too difficult to climb? You have to climb those mountains to get to the other side. Don't you know that Abraham and Sarah, that's why why Sarah laughed. (laughs) This is impossible. That's what she's saying. This is truly impossible. This is not going to happen. Will the Lord allow me to have pleasure in my old age? Yeah. And God is saying to you and I, it doesn't matter how old we are. It doesn't matter how long it has been. It doesn't matter how many eyes are stacked up against us. It doesn't matter what disappointments we have had, what setbacks we have had, it doesn't matter what the media tells us, what naysayers tells us, it doesn't matter how I feel, what the doctor says, what my bank account says, it doesn't matter even how it looks and how it appears. The only thing that matters is what God has said to us His word and his promises concerning that thing. It takes faith to believe God. It takes faith to trust God when the odds are stacked up against us. There is no challenge too big for you that you can't face. No problem too hard for God to solve. Listen to this. You will be acquitted in every trial. Why? Because our judge is God. Hallelujah. Our judge is God. Every test will prove to be unsuccessful. Tests come to try our faith. But listen to this in Romans chapter 4 verses 19 through 21. This is Abraham speaking. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. He did not weaken in faith when he considered the utter impotence of his own body, which was as good as dead, because he was about a hundred years old, and when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's deadened womb, no unbelief or distrust made him waver. Doubting and questioning concerning the promises of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Verse 21, fully persuaded and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he had promised. Listen, women of God. Even when the odds are stacked up against you, don't you dare waver in your faith. Be fully satisfied and assured that God is able and mighty mighty to keep His word. The odds are stacked up against us. Yes, we're not going to be. Blinded to what is in front of us where we are not going to we're going to consider the odds Yes, I consider these odds. This is what Abraham is saying I'm considering the fact that we're both old in age He considered the impotence of his own body He considered that uh, that Sarah's Sarah was barren He considered all that but yet He considered the word of God. He considered the promise of God over the odds. Let me encourage you today that even when it looks like it's not going to work out, the Bible tells me that all things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. Don't you grow weary in well-doing. Because you will reap when if you faint not. Don't grow weak in your faith. Just give, continue to give praise and glory to God like it's already done. The Bible says that God is the one who calls those things that be not as though they are. And I want to encourage you to put God at his word. Take the scriptures, believe the word even when it looks impossible because God says with all things, with God all things are possible. What happened with Sarah and Abraham? Did not God fulfill his promise? He sure did. A year later, the promise was birthed, Isaac came forth just as the Lord had spoken. Be not weary in well-doing. You will reap if you faint not. I hope you've been blessed by these nuggets that I've tried to share with you about God's word and about God's promise. That even when the odds are against you, your faith will take you places that your emotions cannot. Until next time, I'm wishing you only God's best, knowing that he who has promised is faithful to his word. Hey there, my beautiful sisters. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution For more information about me, my books, or my services, or if you are an aspiring author and you need help publishing your book, I would love the opportunity to speak with you. Please visit me at my website, www.pauletharper.com. I want to leave you with this scripture, Psalm 66, verse 12, from the Passion Translation. It reads, You've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. We pass through fire and flood. Yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before, saturated with your goodness. Until next time, keep pressing.